Hello, it's me, Melissa, and welcome to episode three of the This Human Life podcast, the kind of companion podcast to my book, This Human. For those of you who are new listening in, um, warmest welcome. I'm really glad you can join me. The um, intention of the podcast is to attempt to have an intimate conversation and exploration into what it feels like to be human at this time out there in the world trying to lead people or design things for other people or just um, just living really as intimate as a monologue can be I guess it's a bit of an experiment I am becoming more and more interested in human connection and intimacy and engagement between people and uh, I think a lot of what I explore in the book is really about the background skills, attributes, capabilities, I don't know, ways of being that set you up to be able to really connect with others. So this this podcast is is kind of like art, I guess. It's um, something I'm creating and sending out there into the world. So anyway, I hope you like it. In the last episode, I spoke about uh, solution seduction and uh, someone close to me who was listening to that said that I went really deep really quickly. It felt too close too soon. So this time I'm going to ease you all into the closeness um, and let me know how I'm going at that. Solution seduction is something we've been talking about at my firm uh, huddle for a, a long time. It was a, you know, a term that I coined to be able to remind people to stay in ambiguity for as long as we can, to be able to benefit from the emergent nature that is design. And what I'm finding increasingly to be true, the emergent nature that is life, You know, one of the reasons why we are susceptible to becoming seduced by solutions is our constant need for certainty, especially before we make decisions. You know, I think we are constantly trying to be as certain as we possibly can about attributes and parameters that are going to influence the decision that we're making. You know, we try to control those attributes in a way that makes things more certain but what we do when we work towards becoming as certain as we possibly can be of a certain situation what we're all also doing is we're getting rid of uncertainty and there are probably some people out there going yeah what's that's that's okay right what's wrong with that let's let's do that let's get rid of uncertainty so I can feel just a little bit in control of my life uh, or my work or my team or my whatever project but there's a few things that we lose out on when we do that when we try take all of the uncertainty out of a situation and those things that I'm going to talk about in a second they're they're magical things 
And there's an opportunity for us to sort of look at them anew to reframe the way that we make sense of uncertainty, I think. So, you know, I recently, I wrote a blog. I don't think I'm calling them blogs, actually, on my platform. I'm calling them articles. So uh, I recently wrote an article on thishuman.com and I think it's titled The Three Dangers of Certainty. But today uh, in this podcast, I want to talk about them as opportunities because that's how I truly feel about uncertainty. I feel like whenever I have found myself in a situation where it's ambiguous and uncertain and I, I can't think through the problem, whether it's a work context or a personal context, instead of being fearful and looking for all the levers I can control so that I can be more certain, what I do instead is become really aware of the opportunity space that I'm finding myself in. And, you know, with uncertainty, we have the opportunity to discover something that we didn't know existed. That's the first thing. The second thing is we have the opportunity to learn something. And the third thing is we have the opportunity to create from newness and not from the past. So I want to kind of, I want to explore all of those with you and see what you think. So while you're listening to me and you're, um, and you're fascinated and enthralled by all that I have to say <laughs> on this topic. <laughs> I um, It'd be really good for you to be sort of vigilant of the thoughts that are coming up and, you know, whether you agree with me or not agree with me or, you know, just just be mindful. Just be mindful of, of what's coming up. So, you know, the first one is around the opportunity to discover something. So, you know, when we're kids and we're still kind of working out what we are and how we exist in the world and we're still in awe of everything and every day is is a new discovery like from when you're a baby baby and you discover that your hands and your feet are connected to the blob that you are and that you also later on find out that those feet can go into your mouth and that's also amazing And then as you're, you know, growing up, you discover that you can walk and run and that the light turns on when you flick a switch and that becomes your entertainment for the next 35 minutes. And and as we get older and older and older, we become more and more certain about the world. And I think we become less and less curious and we feel awe less I think that's a little bit sad and I think you know as we get more and more certain or we think you know it's an illusion right but um, we get more and more certain about how things work what also becomes um, that comes with that is an increased sense of control which we like you know it makes us feel safe we, we have this feeling that you know we are the masters of our own destiny which is a nice feeling and and in some ways we are but perhaps not in a controlling sense but more in a creation sense and perhaps that's another exploration we can talk about in some other episode 
But we, we lose out on the opportunity to discover things about our situation and ourselves and other people if we are so certain about how things are going to play out and who this person in front of us is or what this project is going to deliver or can deliver by when. If we can just relax a little bit around those uncomfortable feelings that you get in your stomach when you're uncertain and you don't know how something's going to go to just learn how to sit with that who knows what new ideas are going to come across our mindscape and what new connections we're going to make between thoughts ideas insights people there's so much we lose out on when we try and become certain too soon and i think in that sense in the sense of discovery, uncertainty is a real gift. And the other, the other, the second opportunity is uh, to learn something. And when we are trying to increase certainty, we are ultimately trying to increase safety for ourselves, which means reduce the likelihood of us making a mistake by making a wrong call. I'm sure you would agree with me when I say that learning happens so rapidly post a mistake and in volumes as well. Uh, if you're open to it, I have to say, you need to be open to learning your mistakes from your mistakes. But that's what I find. I find that if I make the wrong call and, and my goodness, I've made my share of wrong calls, the learning that, that happens on the other side of that is such a gift and I'm and I'm so very grateful for them and there is the consequence of making mistakes I'm not going to sugarcoat it and say fail fail and and be courageous and make mistakes and there is a bit of a interesting rhetoric around failure at the moment it does come with consequences and I think you need to be ready to accept those consequences with grace and and humility and when they do happen and those consequences are your teacher and uh, they teach you about what you could have done better or the timing of the decision that you make perhaps you took too long to make a decision I know that's been something that I've needed to face up to where I've not wanted to hurt people so I have held off on making a decision this is in a business context basically ended up hurting them more because I waited too long and I haven't made that mistake since. So, you know, when we take all of the ambiguity and uncertainty out of a situation where we're feeling safe and in control and certain of things, it's no guarantee that you're not that you're going to make the right decisions every time you're certain about something. You know, that's a part of human nature. We're going to make mistakes. But if we allow ourselves the time to be able to sit in the uncertainty without this need to have the answers straight away and to be able to look someone in the eyes and say, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know what this means. I don't know what the next step is. And I do need to sit here in this and, and see what happens and see what emerges. And that, you know, I said the word emergent. I said the word emerges. And what I want to say is, you know, those people who are listening who are in the industry or the field of design in whatever form that is, emergence is such a fundamental aspect of our practice. 
So we do need to be sitting in the conditions that, that enables emergence to be present. If you're certain about everything and you have all the answers and you know exactly what's going to happen next, there's no space for emergence. Yeah, that's number two, the opportunity to be able to learn something. And the third one, you know, one of the opportunities that comes with uncertainty is the opportunity to create from newness as opposed to the past. Because certainty comes from our experience. You know, we're able to be certain of something because of a past experience that we've had. So if you're, you know, you're on a project or you're leading a group of people and a certain dynamic shows up, it's from your past experience of that dynamic that you know certain things that you can do to be able to take the uncertainty out of the situation. But what that is, is that it's your past informing your future. I guess that's kind of a normal thing, right? You can't help but do that. Your brain is a pattern matching device, as you're going to hear me say so often. It matches patterns, it, it, it brings up memories and you go, oh yeah, that's right, that's how we got out of this mess last time. And, and that's, that's good. That's your expertise, your experience, your wisdom in the room. And I think what I'm saying, it's a bit nuanced, and that is that as long as you are aware that that's what you're doing, that you are creating something for the future based on things that have happened in the past, then that's okay. And the reason why you're doing that is because you want to be more certain about the context within which you're designing. If you are aware that that's what you're doing, then awesome, go forth and increase your certainty. But I think often when we are feeling uncomfortable in any situation that we, you know, when we don't know what's going to happen next, we will be doing this automatically and unconsciously. And then we end up asking ourselves, you know, how is it that we ended up in the same place? (laughs) This is very similar to the other thing that we created, you know, six months ago. You know, uncertainty with its ability to be able to um, foster emergence and have you be able to discover something and learn something and be able to create something from new thought is a really powerful attribute that I think we need to foster and we need to create like a like a way of being in the face of that uncertainty I think that's really crucial you know towards the end of these little 15 to 20 minute intimate monologues (laughs) that I have with you (laughs) I try and think about something that you can do like in the next week before you hear from me again to practice and go deeper into the thinking that I've shared with you and the one for this week is about practicing sitting with I don't know and I know that for those of you who are leaders and you have teams and teams look up to you and perhaps some of them actually want you to have answers because they they like to be led in a more directive way but there'd be some people in your team that actually would really love it if you looked at them and said you know what I have no clue I don't know I don't know and we're just going to need to sit with this uncertainty for a little bit until we do and to be not rushing into that so quickly 
you know, I've worked with people in, in the insurance space. I've worked with people in risk and they do look at me like I'm an alien and say, do you really understand what business we're in and what my job is? This is my world, is to reduce ambiguity and in so doing reduce risk. And I do get that. I also still believe that we rush into making decisions quickly when perhaps we could just give ourselves a little space to be able to sit just that little bit longer in ambiguity and uncertainty, but not too long because we do need to take action. And one of the great things about action is action brings clarity. So spend a week experimenting with, I don't know. Tell me how you go and what happens. Thanks for listening. I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Bye for now.